0: Welcome to another daily live webcast called GenCast A Daily Show that happens Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for 15 minutes here on YFELive.com. Today is members only Monday and I'm thrilled to bring on Molly Welch who is the founder of MyOwnMolly.com. Molly Molly is a, uh, she owns a lifestyle management company and has been an assistant, an executive assistant for some really high profile clients. And so it's going to be an awesome time talking to her about how to become an assistant if that's what you're interested in, um, how to work with high end clientele, uh, how to, I mean, just everything. So it's 15 minutes. We're going to get through a lot. So let's go ahead and bring Molly in right away. Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. How's it going? All right. So Molly, tell us the company that you own, My Own Molly, it's behind me right now on the the TV. It's a lifestyle management company. What does that mean?
1: So essentially, you know, it's exactly as it sounds. We handle all the aspects of um, people's busy lives. You know, it's it's not just entrepreneurs that are busy anymore. It's just busy people. Um, So we kind of help tackle people's to-do lists. Um, You know, whatever is is causing them stress or, you know, making them incapable of kind of managing their busy lives, we kind of take that over for them and help them in any way we can.
0: So tell us more about the story of you actually getting started because when I first met you (laughs) you were working for someone and I think it was more of like a full time type position and and since then you've really opened it up and you're working um, with a number of people and you have a number of service options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, I started with a background in the entertainment industry, which was really good training for working with all different types of personalities, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I, I have a music background and music degree, and I, you know, I trekked across the U.S. from Florida and wound up in L.A., and I didn't know a soul. I didn't know you Know where I was gonna live. <laughs> I had my dog with my Pathfinder packed to the nines, moved across country. My poor mother, if she's watching, I'm, I'm still apologizing for giving her the stress of all of that. <laughs> um, but you know, somehow you, you, you make do. I mean, I think when you're really hungry and you, you have the attitude, a can do attitude to just make it happen, you do it for yourself. And I started as an unpaid intern and started working you know, temp jobs at all the major uh, music labels, and then I kind of dabbled. And I think that that, that gave me a, a great foundation for learning different types of businesses and, and different ways of management. I worked in licensing, I worked in publishing, um, I worked in artist management for several years, which even more positioned me to be able to work with high-profile folks. Um, and I think that once you once you come from a level of, of just respecting them for whatever it is that they're really good at, um, they respect you in turn. And if, as long as you come from a place of service, I think that, you know, it, it, it's not as hard as people might think it is to work with really high-profile people.
0: Well, so let's talk about that. You, yeah. you, uh, like I said, I met you when you were working for Allie Brown, and she's someone, young female entrepreneurs, Yay. highly admires. <laughs> so how did you get that first high-end, you know, high-profile, high-touch client? Yeah.
1: So um, essentially, I, I there was a point where I kind of felt like, to be an assistant, you have to come from a place of really wanting to learn all the time, and I kind of capped out what I'd done in entertainment, I felt like, and I was like, you know, what's the next big thing, and I just set a really powerful intention that I wanted to work for a really strong, independent businesswoman, I wanted to learn more about business, and that kind of, you know, I, I found this, um, this craigslist posting that was an anonymous you know ad and it said busy female CEO and entrepreneur looking for executive assistant and I was like that's it, I'm going for it, I don't care who it is, I don't care what it is it read exactly everything I was looking for at that time and it just so happened that on the other end of that ad was Allie Brown (laughs) and eh? five interviews later you know she's really good about you know filtering the people that she works with and by the time it, you know, I met her, it was just, it was magnetic. You know, I, she knew that my background in entertainment uh, would be a, a valuable resource to her. Um, having you know, been on Secret Millionaire and you know, kind of being a brand herself, an on-air brand, as you, would, as you might say, um, I really had the experience and know-how to, to work with someone like her. So it worked out perfectly, and you know, I worked for her for several years Uh, until she got pregnant and moved to Scottsdale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about uh, the influence that she had on you then because you started the business uh, last year while you were still working with her right after you had finished. And uh, so what influence did she, I mean, was there anything that you took away from her and was like, okay, this is what I, I need to make sure I do to my business?
1: Yeah, so you, you can't be around Allie Brown without, I think, having a sense of, of, of wanting to be an entrepreneur in some capacity. You're like, what can I invent? Like, what can I <laughs> like, you just it, She has an infectious, contagious energy. If you know Allie Brown, you follow Allie Brown, you know that. Um, you can't sit in enough, uh, you know, the back of the rooms and, and hear Allie talk. And, and I got several opportunities to do that. And I, I basically got a master's education in business and marketing. And, uh, you know, to to honor her, I thought, you know, who better to encourage the path of entrepreneurialism than Allie Brown, so I approached her, before she had even moved, you know, I approached her about starting my own business, I'm like, I really think there's a model here for people like you that need more of me, and maybe, you know, I start to clone myself, because everyone kept saying, I need a Molly. How do I get one of her? Yes, it's it's funny because people, you know, try to poach me at events and she's like, she's mine. (laughs) Um, But that really rung through to me that, you know, there's other people that, that need a me too. Maybe not me, but they need a Molly. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, so let's talk about some of the services that you offer then. Uh, Just if you can give us a rundown, because, I mean, there's a lot of young female entrepreneurs that are watching, so, you know, we want to get these, and we're going to go back to the advice on how to communicate with high-profile clients in just a second, but in the meantime... I want to make sure that people that are watching if they feel like they're at the point where they need that assistant, what are some of the services that you offer and how do you how do you package it up and as far as pricing goes?
1: <laughs> you know, I you really have to come from a place that that says that every client is different. Um and and when I have an initial consult with somebody, I you know, at the root of of our conversation is how can I help you? And I think even just hearing those words, you know, in in life in general, um, it means it hits home for people. It's like, how can I be of service to you? It's not about how much this is going to cost you or, oh my gosh, I can't afford an assistant. It's about, okay, what is it worth to me to take my business or my life to the next level and hire the help that I need um, to make that happen so that I can live a, a natural, happy, healthy lifestyle. And, and that's what we do for people. So we offer anything from, you know, I have a client that's a social media company and I handle all of their accounts payables and receivables. Oh my gosh, that would be it. so
0: nice. <laughs> and then I,
1: have and then I have another client that I do all of their customer service. So anything that's coming in for, you know, products and packaging, I have to answer all of the customer service emails for that. Um, And then, you know, I'm back working with Allie, so I'm still handling, um, you know, many aspects of her calendar and kind of the really executive level um, assistance for her. So it's funny because, you know, she ended up hiring me. She ended up being one of my first clients when I Mm -hmm. broke out on my own. So I'm still involved with her and I still get to to learn from her and it's it's almost like I never left. I was gone for two months and she was like,
0: I want you back. So it's nice. a really good ceiling, you know. You you definitely want that. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. So, I mean, let's talk then about the ways that you bring these new clients on. So obviously, Ali Brown, you left a huge impression on her, and she said, "Let's go ahead and get started again." And I see that she's ramping up her business too right now. And so, what's the most effective way for you to get these these busy CEOs, these busy people, you know, that need to hire you because they need things like calendar maintenance? How do you actually get in front of them and then and then sign them on as a client?
1: I think you have to make yourself vulnerable. Um, I think that you need to be actively involved in, in networking events and 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 not and be unafraid to hand out your card and, you know it's it's just making it's relationship building 101, you know, it's just putting yourself out there, having the vulnerability to say, you know what? I'm really good at what I do, and other people need that service, and if you know that you provide that service, whatever it is, mine happens to be assisting, I'm a professional assistant, <laughs> I'm a career assistant, um, but whatever your your skill set is, don't be afraid to put that out there for people, because, you know, nine out of ten times, there are people that need it, so, um, you know, I think it's just come from a place of vulnerability, and
0: Yeah. And that's interesting that you say that because I actually see that you travel on your website. I I liked you on Facebook, um, and you are constantly at networking events. So is that something that you do uh, for work or is that a definitely like a a strategy that you have as far as getting in front of people? Yeah.
1: Well, luckily, you know, work sends me to a lot of these events, you know, if I'm working for Allie, I mean, she's speaking at a a ton of different conferences all the time, Um, but even if you don't have the luxury of going to events, you know, I meet a business contact every time I'm at an airport, you know, I'm sitting next to someone on a plane and I'm telling them about what I do.
0: Well, you Um, know, what's funny since you mentioned that, I want to make sure that you talk about this on Facebook. Huh. I saw that you said you were sitting at Starbucks and were you were overhearing a, a business conversation and you turned around and handed them your card. Yeah. So I, so talk I know, about being vulnerable. That's I, I would never have the guts to turn around and be like, maybe you could use
1: me. <laughs> I felt so, you know, I felt rude. But at the same time, like, you know what? She may give me a call. And, you know, even if she doesn't, it's just putting yourself out there and being unafraid. I think the entire uh, you know, premise of what I do is be having a fearless attitude to just really go out there and, and do whatever it takes, you know. So she was talking. She was new to town. She lived in my area, clearly, because we were at the same Starbucks. Um, and she was like, gosh, I just, I need someone to show me around or to tell me where the best dry cleaner is. And I was like, cha-ching, I know where the best dry cleaner <laughs> is. <laughs> you know, it's just, you have to, you know, a lot of it's timing too, but I think, it's as long as you're unafraid to to build those connections and relationships anywhere you are, you'll be successful. And just be resourceful. You have to have resources in place. If if you don't, if you can't talk the talk, I mean, if you can't walk the walk, you know, it it, it doesn't help anything.
0: Well, and it helps too that you have a very personable, you know, bubbly type of a personality. Whereas I think I might come across as a little shy and like hesitant. You have the same personality as my mom and my business partner. I'm always um, in awe of how she can just go up to someone and say, you know, this is who I am. I'd love to help you kind of a thing. And I'm just like, I could never do that. I'm working on it. But But you know what? It's good to know that that is not
1: your, your, um, your strength either. And I think what Allie has actually been able to do really well is she brought somebody on. She brought in somebody early on um, who was actually her first assistant. Is now her partner um, in her business, and I I don't know if people know that story. Um, But you know, she knew that keeping up with kind of the the administrative and and businessy stuff wasn't what gonna be to play to her strengths. It's not that she couldn't do it, she just didn't want to do it. Um, so I think that knowing when to hire help and say, you know what, there's somebody else that's gonna be really good at that. Who's gonna be good at the sales? Who's gonna be good at the relationship building? Um, it, you're obviously strong enough to know that, you know what I mean? It's a
0: great point as far as, yeah. you know, delegating and reaching out to other people. Okay. So let's say that, you know, whether you're becoming an assistant, an executive assistant, or maybe you're, you're doing social media for this high-profile client or company, what type of documents do you have to come to them with? So, like, I mean, I'm thinking of, I, I know some of our clients have asked us to sign NDAs, but they always provide us with the non-disclosure agreement. Is there anything on our part that we should be doing to protect ourselves?
1: Yeah, I think it's really smart to lay out the parameters early on in any business connection. Um I'm really good. I I I parsed mine down to one document. You know, I started with the template, which is easy to find online. You start out with a really robust template and you parse it down to cater to your needs. So, within my one six-page document, I'm covering confidentiality and non-disclosure. I'm also covering the fact that you know, despite what happens given these parameters, you're gonna pay me on time and and those kind of things. And it just makes it fair for everybody if you're really upfront about those things in the very beginning. But you can have one document that covers all your bases. I think people get overwhelmed with thinking, oh, I've gotta have this, I've gotta have this document. Make one document that covers all of it.
0: <laughs> A long, like, book full of things that these people have to print yeah. out. And they're busy yeah. in, the, in the first part. So yeah. uh, let's, so the other thing I wanted to ask you is about hours. I mean, I envision executive assistants that are working for big names. I think of Lady Gaga, the whole uh, lawsuit thing that went down. Yeah. So she's paying an assistant a huge amount of money. But at the same time, this woman was accruing overtime hours and not being billed for that, you know, accordingly to the hours. She'd have to show up at like midnight and start her DVD player, little things like that that was addressed on the radio. So what kind of hours do you keep and how do you manage that? How do you set, like you said, expectations?
1: Yeah, I think that um to be in this role, like I said, you really have to come from a place of service from the jump. So, you have to you have to be willing to work around the clock sometimes. And I know that's that's really difficult. But if if you if you want to be a career assistant, if you're listening to this right now or watching this right now and and you're like, gosh, I could be a really good assistant. I'm a Jane of all trades or I'm a Jack of all trades. I think that you have to first know that you're going to be working a lot. This isn't a clock in, clock out 9 to 5 gig. This is a Pretty much, you know, around the clock. Um, But also drawing those, like I said, those those boundaries early on with whoever is employing you. um, That. It, you know, okay, I may work this weekend, all weekend to get this one task done for you. However, it'd be great if I could have a half day next Tuesday, pick a random day that's not going to be busy for them or inconvenient to them and say, I'm going to take a half day Tuesday um, to get caught back up on my personal affairs. And
0: I think when you say that, people are really
1: receptive and, and they respect it, that you're, you're being clear about those boundaries.
0: That's great. They're not going to be like, no, actually, you can't have that half day. No,
1: you don't get any time off. You work all (laughs) the
0: time. No way. No one's going to be like that. All right. So Molly, I want to end with your advice as far as communicating with these high-profile clients. I mean, I really asked about email and you clarified. You said, I, I speak on with these people in a, a number of different formats. It's not necessarily just on email. So what advice would you give with us to us uh, who are trying to, you know, first of all, get those clients in the first place and also keep those relationships strong. So if they do end, someone like Allie Brown comes back and says, I need you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I think that, um, you know, just being willing to, to take on anything they throw at you. I don't know everything, I don't proclaim to know everything. But I, I do know that I'm willing to try just about anything and never at the expense or cost of my client. Um, I've even taken on kind of demo roles where I'm like, you know what, let me, I don't know that software. Give me two days to spend with it, to sit with it and uh, it won't cost you anything and if it's something that I can work on or we can work on together, you know, in the future, I'll let you know. Um, I'm really honest that way. so. Um, I think it's also being really resourceful. Like, you can't be in this role without being extremely resourceful, and then that—that that means everything to a high-profile client. Um, so, and, and just knowing that they can trust you with their lives most of the time, and that you're always looking out for their best interest. Um, a lot of the time, I have to to remember just to get them water. You know, they're they're so focused on so many other things, and I think when you remember that and you realize that that you're working with people. Who are going, 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 going all the time, and sometimes they just need somebody to hand them a bottle of water. You don't even have to say anything. You know, it's just hand them a bottle of water or give them a, a protein bar and say, "Have you eaten today?" You know, it's like it's the basic things, but you know, always coming from a level of positioning where you're making your employer or your executive feel like the superstar that they are. They will adore you for it. Um, you really put them on a pedestal that that positions them from a place of superiority, and that the buck stops with them. That they're the that they're the decision maker. You're helping, you know, to maintain everything in their lives, but the buck stops with them. I think that there's a lot to be said for people who can do that, and it's a it's a craft. <laughs>
0: Oh, I so, bet. Yeah. Luckily,
1: I've been able to make a business from it. You know, I'd love that I found a model. I said, I think there's, you know, there's a model out there for people who need more of me. And, you know, hopefully I'll just keep cloning myself. I made my first hire in my first six months. I've got, I hope she's watching. Um, I, I made Congratulations.
0: That's Thank huge. You. <laughs> Thank
1: you. And she's already helping with one of my accounts. You know, I'm still overseeing the project but she's doing kind of the day-to-day delegatable stuff so also knowing when to delegate it's it's Supreme.
0: Well Molly I have to say you know thank you so much for coming on you have been an inspiration to me over the last year just in how like I I emailed you because I was just I I go back and forth with high profile teams so I don't ever really speak to the big person I speak to their people and I you left such an impression on me you were so willing and just so open and you were so giving to our community too whereas other people will come back with a huge list of expectations for me so I want to make sure that everyone knows that I know I've said it on the show before Thank you. and that comes back to Allie too I have you know a high esteem for what Allie Brown does because of the way her people handle other people oh, yeah.
1: so and that's been that's been 15 years in the making too she's had to learn how to build the right team and put the right people in place So,
0: so, so valuable when you really think about that. So Molly, where can people find out more about My Own Molly?
1: Absolutely. It's just myownmolly.com. If you're out there and you're watching and you think you might need a Molly or someone to help, you know, offload some of the mundane tasks you're dealing with on a daily basis, it may not cost as much as you think. Um, So, you know, we're really available on Uh, a per project as needed basis so and and that's what I want it to be about what are your needs how can we help you how can we be of service so www.mayanmolly.com
0: perfect well, Molly, thank you so much again for joining us. Yeah, and I wish you the best, me. the absolute best of luck with your business in, the, in 2014. I think it's going to do so well. You have such thank a good, you. just a good attitude about everything. And I know everyone really enjoyed your advice on on the show. So again, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Have a great day. So everyone, we've just been watching Molly Welch. She's the founder of MyOwnMolly.com. Wasn't that awesome? I always feel inspired when I, when I talk to people like that, where they realize they're just of service to other people and they put themselves, I don't, I don't know even how to s- describe it, but I'm just, I'm in awe of Molly and all that she does and hopefully you guys will check out my own Molly.com So if you've been watching, watching the daily live webcast called well, GenCast Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern here on YFVLive.com, make sure that you sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it to stay in touch with YFE and everything that we're doing because February is going to be lots of fun. YFE chat is hitting our 100th episode. So hopefully we'll see you for that. Otherwise, have a fantastic Monday, everyone. Fantastic members-only Monday, I should say.